You think money cool to have, don't you? Oh, you ought to go get some and see what happens when you get money. Start seeing the people that hate you because you got money. Start seeing the people that come after you trying to take your money, lying on you, writing on you, threatening you, trying to uh, uh, expunge money from you, extort you, and all this here. It's crazy, man. That's why I keep a couple dudes around me that ain't nowhere near the church. I got some partners over there that do something to you if you come up to me with it, because sometimes I forget to pray. Hello. I sent somebody over there to do something to you. I just, just, sorry about that. Probably shouldn't have said that. I was, I was going real good a minute ago, but. That's just the truth. I don't, you know. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Tunji's Podcast. I am your host, Tunji Taylor-Lewis. Happy uh, start of the week, everybody. I'm recording this Sunday night after having hung out with my lady and our friend uh, all day. Uh, And thinking about what I wanted to discuss for today's topic... Um, I thought it'd be uh, interesting to sort of uh, take from like the conversation I was just having with my girlfriend and our friend in a restaurant just now and carry that over into the podcast today, which is to say that um, I'm very, very grateful for social media. Social media is an amazing thing. Like, you know, regardless of all the problems, regardless of all the fakery that's on here, regardless of all of the, you know, deception and mean people that would be out there, I, I do believe that social Social media ultimately is an amazing, awesome thing. And social media has been great for me um, because social media has really, um, social media really allowed me basically just to see how good I actually was in this performing thing, at this entertaining thing. Um, I knew since time, since I was like a young kid, since I was five, that I was good at performing. I always knew that I was good at entertaining people. Whenever I got on stage and theater productions, people always responded to what I did. Um, But, you know, I grew up in Vancouver my whole life, right? So I was a black kid or a a black dude growing up in, uh, you know, majority white spaces. And because of that, I ended up having to refine my craft and refine my grift in an environment where my style of comedy or my style of entertainment or the way I like to, you know, um, joke or present my uh, entertainment value wasn't... um, Not that it wasn't readily accepting of it, but it just wasn't the environment where people would immediately understand it. And so I spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to make a, you know, an Eddie Murphy or a Will Smith style of entertainment or comedy appeal to white folk, basically, you know, in an environment where people's, you know, favorite, you know, comedians or entertainers might be, you know, a Di- uh, not Dave Chappelle, um, a Jerry Seinfeld or, a, or a, you know, John Mulaney, that sort of person, which is a completely different style. I had to figure out how my style of entertainment would translate into that. And, uh, and I was cool with it because that was just basically all I knew. And I basically just compared myself based off of like the response I was getting from these audiences, from the opportunities that I could possibly get in this environment. And like I basically just based my um, skill level on how many opportunities and responses I was getting from this environment. Like this is, that's just all I knew. Um, but then when I hopped on social media and started posting on here, started posting on Instagram, started posting on on TikTok, 
it really, really opened my eyes to like a whole new world because, you know, I originally came onto Instagram so that I could build an audience in Vancouver so I could get opportunities out here because again, that's all I knew. But then I just started to realize that the people who started to gravitate towards my stuff was, you know, black people in the United States, which was crazy to me at first because I was just like, man, I'm not even from the States. Like, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not African-American. Like, obviously, like black American culture really resonates with me, whether it's the music, um, whether it's like, you know, the style of entertainment, whether it's fashion, like obviously, like, you know, uh, black, you know, black people in America have really influenced, you know, black people all over the world. And I'm certainly one of those people. Um, you know, in the way that, in the way I talk, in the way, you know, certain ways that I act, everything, how I identify, like all of that stuff. But I just never thought in a million years that the stuff that I was posting um, would get, you know, black Americans to mess with me um, without a cosign, uh, just by me posting it. And um, it was crazy for me at the time to think about like how, like currently, on Instagram right now, more people follow me in New York than they follow me here in Vancouver. Like I have more followers in New York than I have in Vancouver. And mind you, I've grown up in Vancouver my entire life, so that's crazy. I also have the same amount of followers as I do in Vancouver, in Houston, and in... Uh, do you remember the other place, babe? Vancouver, Houston, and... Atlanta. Atlanta, so the same amount of people um, in um, Atlanta and Houston follow me as they do in uh, Vancouver. And again, I've grown up in Vancouver my entire life. That, that should not be the case, but that's the beauty and the power of social media. And uh, upon thinking upon it in hindsight, it does make sense because again, like this style of entertainment that I have is, you know, black American based. Like, you know, Will Smith, Eddie Murphy, uh, you want to get into Kevin Hart, you want to get into Martin Lawrence, you want to get into, um, you know, before, you know, like Bill Cosby was a huge influence on me, even though I hate the man. Um, you know, Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer, Kings of Comedy, you know, that's the stuff that really, really, you know, goes deep with me. Um, other than, you know, old style type of entertainment, you know, 1950s, 1960s, that sort of stuff. But black American comedy entertainment really resonates deep with me. So that when that comes out on social media, of course, black Americans are going to be the ones to embrace it. And, um, and uh, that that really, really just opened my mind to, you know, just like a whole new world and just like different possibilities and not always constantly having to be in a position where I have to prove myself or work so much harder than everybody else to prove that, you know, I'm deserving of a position or of an opportunity. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm good enough as I am and I'm actually very grateful that I was a black dude growing up in a white world and like trying to make my art resonate in the white world because without knowing I was already up against like a whole bunch of like you know difficulty you know and adversity and it really forced me to really like make my stuff that good so that it didn't matter what environment I was in I was going to resonate so like you know I grew up you know around a lot of white people I went to a very I went to a uh, a Christian uh majority white university um and you know black comedy is very you know edgy it's very controversial it's very you know it can be vulgar at times you can do none of that stuff so you had to find i had to basically find 
how what how to find a way to entertain these people but also in a way that was authentic to me and uh and uh that was the first time i ever did that consciously but essentially i had been doing that my entire life you know not just in performance settings but in social situations i had to find a way to relate to the people that i was talking to because they grew up in a very different experience that i did you know i grew up in a you know very you know a, a household that wasn't like very african but definitely was based on african values that wasn't the environment that you know my um my friends at school were growing up in you know my lunch was you know sometimes it was rice and stew you know that's not something that my you know uh classmates at school ever ate you know what i mean like i i just really really was always in an environment that wasn't native to me and i was putting stuff out there that wasn't native to the environment that i was in and uh and uh, i guess just to round it back over just to round it back off like that's just um um I, i i guess that's just sort of me trying to encourage myself because i am currently like going through a phase in my life where i'm feeling frustrated by not by not fitting in you know by not fitting in in the city that i'm in by not fitting in into a lot of the social circles that i find myself in um and uh you know social media has definitely you know been a very encouraging factor and just definitely giving me hope that no there are places out there where i can go and just authentically be myself and it, like it'll be immediately misunderstood it'll be immediately understood uh you know my girlfriend's definitely a good example of that just somebody who i don't have to explain myself to um i can just be me and she'll immediately love it and embrace it and so um i'm basically just right now on the you know search for like a, a city version of that um and you know hope hopefully i'll be able to find that place and and thrive in that place and you know create all the stuff i want to create so that's it for tonight y'all thank you so much for listening and watching peace out